so I want to start by sharing with you why we're talking about this. Why even talk about spirit guides, right? I want to start by saying that planet Earth is a very, not an easy place to be in um, because planet Earth is like a school, like we come to as souls. Um, let's say as spirits, as souls, we don't have a body, right? And it is so easy to vibrate in the frequency of lightness and love when we are spirits. But when we have a body, there are just many layers of illusions that we feel, we experience. The first one is, you know, the illusion of separation. Just because we have body, it just feels like we separate from this notion of oneness and we come in the body, separate alone in the body, separated from all that spirit world, all this concept, beautiful concept of uh, oneness, right? When we are vibrating as spirits, as energy beings, we are vibrating in the sense of harmony, in the sense of oneness. There's really, that is it. There's nothing else there to distract us. Now, the pursuit as spirits is we are vibrating as love how do we grow right and sometimes when you're already love like how much more love can you feel it's not always so easy so we decide to take birth on earth <laughs> birth on earth earth is like an incubator it's like a whole place a planet of illusions number one we separated from that source of love we separated from oneness and we became a human in the human body and we came into one belly of our mom's belly and uh, from there you know we're separate and then we take birth we're even more separate right so that's one of the biggest layers is a separation from the source of love of light the second illusion is the illusion of time, right? In On Earth, there is past, there's future, and then there's present. And our minds is always like running uh, towards the future. I got to figure this out for my future. And our body is always running in the past. Well, I got to act and behave in a way that I know how to based on what I have experienced in the, in the past. So we're just kind of, like our awareness is split in time, whereas in spirit world, all that we have is present, all that we have is present, and that just becomes so hard to simply be present on earth, right, in our bodies. Then there is this duality of male, female, um, you know, I have this type of body, so I got my ways of kind of shaping my perspective in this way women especially right their primary way of being in this world is through their emotions that's how they perceive men perceive the world from their mind from their body more uh, for women it's more intuitiveness it's more feelings it's more emotions that becomes their radar and some women take that and turn it off because it's too overwhelming right we unconsciously do that and some women are like well this is my primary way I'm going to embrace it um, and there's obviously right as I'm saying all of this there's a whole scale going on the scale of 
you know, to what degree do you use your mind, right? As a as a masculine being, as a feminine being, to what degree do you use your emotions as your radar? To what degree do you use your uh, intuition? To what degree do you trust your body to make decisions? So it's it's all of that playing out at any given point. And then on top of that is karma, is all these unfulfilled desires we have had across lifetimes we bring that into the mix so as you can see it's just a very complicated place to be at where we are pulled in different directions for different reasons it's the hardest place one of the hardest place to be aligned with love to be aligned with you know um, who we are to be really grounded in present moment so all of that is a construct that we have chosen as human beings to incarnate on the planet so that we can really, 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 really hone in on more love and more oneness and we can keep ascending even as spirits once we leave the body. When we decide to incarnate, right, on earth, we have a team of guides. Uh, we have a team of guides known as a council. Our council is who like beings that help us set the direction of our life uh things that we want to experiences that we want to attract in this life uh things that we want to um you know relationships that we want people that we want in our life um <clears throat> all these relationships that you have your your kids, your parents, uh, your spouse, your partners, all of that is decided before you incarnate. And, and before you even choose these people, you choose in this lifetime, what am I growing about? What am I learning in this lifetime? What am I here to do? Am I here to um, learn about love, about relationships? Am I here to really learn about how to use my mind in this balanced way? How to really succeed at work? Am I here to learn about abundance? Am I here to learn about how to serve others selflessly? Am I here to learn about how to tap into my creativity? You know, we're all creative humans. How do I create in a way that is the purpose of your life is laid out. You have attracted experiences. For example, I have a hardest time, you know, as in my soul journey, I have the hardest time um, grief, with grief, with the emotion of grief. That is like my biggest pain point, one of my biggest pain points. I also have the hardest time being in relationship. That's how I incarnated into the world. So the purpose of my life uh had to really learn about love and I attracted all kinds of experiences for this grief to really show up come to the surface and be released because as humans one of our one of the ways how we grow is by able, being able to be present with the experience to be able to feel all that comes up in an experience and to be able to release that from our field from our energy field so so you basically set out the purpose of your life. You design these experiences, these situations, and you design, you really put together this master plan of all the people you want to meet in this lifetime 
so that they can trigger the right stuff in your field and have that feeling come to the surface and be released, right? So everybody that is in your life is your greatest teacher. And sometimes these interactions and relationships are not the easiest at all. Sometimes they're hard, but at the same time, they hold the growth. They hold a lot of growth uh, for us. So that's the setup. Now you have this original counselor that help you design all this. And then you have a group of guides that are assigned to you. And these group of guides are guides that have worked with you in other lifetimes. So that means they have assisted you, they have supported you, they have known you, you may be their friend in another lifetime, you may be a student, you may be a teacher to them. And in this lifetime, they have collaborated with you and said, hey Shakti, don't worry, we're here to help you succeed in this really complicated place called Earth. So that's really who the guides are. These are your past associations. And these are beings without body that are available to support you if you need them to show up. Um, that's kind of who spirit guides are. Spirit guides can you can consider them as your friends uh, who are there to support you at any time. Now, there are uh, certain things, um, what they can help you with. Now, there are just many school of thoughts around spirit guides, right? Um, there's like one school of thought, hey, why do we care about anything that doesn't have body? We can ignore that safely. You can totally do that. Um, the way... I have learned and I teach and I practice really is from the perspective of, well, we have, we, we, we are here on earth to grow, right? We're here on earth to grow. We're here on the earth to learn new things. We don't come in as experts here. One of the biggest, I think one of the biggest um, illusion is that we have to prove ourselves to be but as humans, we are beginners here, we are learners here, and we don't know a whole lot about a lot of things on earth. And that's why we have decided to incarnate. And what happens is when you are a human, your mind is very much locked in to how you feel. Your mind is very much locked into your story, your circumstances, your 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 trajectory as a human being, all those experiences that have come into your life really have shaped you, who you are. And in that process, in this journey, our mind is very locked into being this one person, playing this one role. And what happens is a lot of times, let's say if I have this, if I want to grow in this way, right, in this way, and if I'm like here, I can't grow in this way until I come here, right? And how do I come here is by inviting a different perspective because I'm so locked into it. I can see my challenges. I can see my problems. I can see how I can grow. I can find solutions. And sometimes it's so helpful to have a different perspective be offered to us. And Let's say 7 billion people out on the planet, 7 billion different perspectives, and 7 billion 
people very much locked into one identity, one story, one experience, because that's what body does. It, mind and body just remember what, you know, especially mind only remember what it remembers. Um, it doesn't always have a way to break out of that remembrance of that knowingness and step into a different perspective. So spirit guides can be really helpful resource in those situations uh, to really give us a different perspective. My most favorite way of connecting with spirit guides is to receive healings. And healings are, healings are, think of healings as, you may have a question, what is a healing Shakti? Healings are basically you aligning to your truth. So let's say what I was saying before, our body kind of runs in the past. It tries to look for past information and use that in this time. Our mind runs in the future and healing is the process where you align your body and mind to that spirit. In present time, wherever your spirit is, wherever your soul is, your atma is, you really align your all of you, your feel as an energy being, your body, your mind, your heart, everything aligned to that spirit, to that atma. And at the human level, the closest I can describe that feeling is when you are really tapped into your heart, when you're really kind of feeling your heart, when you're feeling this like the state of almost like tenderness where you are like open uh, to receiving love, you're open to giving love, you're neutral. That is really the process of healing to really bring you back into the space of neutrality where you're not pulled in all kinds of different directions and illusions. So I love to, to really collaborate with guides and receive healings. And that helps the right energy to flow in my body. That helps me access my own wisdom. And that helps me um, really feel better and actually make decisions from that place of feeling better. Um, that is kind of what I want to share in this first half. I, I want to talk about in the second half how we go about it. The way you connect with your guides is by really learning the art of intuition, learning the art of telepathy, and really refining and honing in on this ability to close your eyes and, you know, different ways people can access their intuition. Uh, people can access intuition by seeing images, by hearing words and kind of verbal communication, people can feel in their body what somebody's trying to say. Uh, people can, you know, um, have this knowingness about what this is about. And when you practice enough, when you practice long enough, a lot of, it, it's not just like one way of communicating, all of these senses open up and help you communicate. So the, the primary way of connecting is really closing your eyes, being your space of trance, being your space of meditation, and and speak to guides as how you would speak to a human. The only difference is that there's no language. And actually, it's so good that there's no language because language is a very human-made uh, concept. And 
it's like I can only like you know in English right in how many ways can you say I love you right just one way like love love is love love is love but there's so many variations of love right that we don't have words for the love between a mother and a child right how selfless is that the love between a spouse the love between a friend and and these are just very different there's like a space of love where just so like overflowing of appreciation for somebody's being there's a state of love where you're just in gratitude for someone and there's not enough words in our vocabulary to talk about love. But when you close your eyes, there's image you're seeing about what, what is it, right? What What is that you're feeling in your body, the emotion that you want to communicate or, or you're, you're receiving the communication on. So it's one of the purest form of communication out in the world, in the unseen world is uh, really tapping into our telepathy, our intuition, and this is where things don't get lost in translation and things are not hidden, right? Sometimes we say, I love you, but I don't really mean maybe, right? Or something in my field doesn't make me mean. I, if I say I love you, sometimes it happens with all of us, right? But when it comes to, you know, this type of relationship and this type of communication is complete truth there's really no way of hiding anything whatever you truly genuinely you know mean and and intend and and feel is really what is communicated to um, the guide and whatever the guide really wants to offer it's 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 offered to you and it's very optimized non-nonsense way of communicating uh, with guides so that's kind of how we go about that my recommendation is they're just like different pieces i want to offer here uh number one is and i don't have a whole list going on so we'll see how far we go with this numbering here so my recommendation is that it's so easy to perceive guides as they can help me bail out and this is partly the programming as humans that we have uh, inherited right a lot of humans most humans see relationship as a way of getting bailed out as a way of reliance as a way of well i can figure this out you help me or you know we do this all the time in our world we are just way too reliant on our parents right this is how we are born in this world it's like our parents completely take care of us right from changing our diapers to feeding us and this is how we learn to be in relationship we we find spouses based on well what can the spouse help me with, right? We don't have really a good radar of creating relationship that are expectations free, that don't have this like, hey, I got all these holes in me, I can't figure out life and you help me. We can't free people from these expectations. So my my recommendation to you is to not see guys as, as beings that will bail you out. It's so easy for us to be in codependent relationships and, and it's not helpful because when you go into these relationship with the guides, with this expectation and codependency, it's not going to be helpful 
to you uh, because what we put in, in is what we get out uh, from these interactions. So let's say I go in a codependent uh, intention, like I am like, I'm, I suck at this, you need to help me. I am just opening my feel, making my feel very vulnerable to all kinds of information. And I'm also not in a state of mind to really discern what is this information that, that comes about. So that's my number one thing. Uh, my number one recommendation is to not call on guides when you are in your lowest low. Uh, call on guides when you are you know, grounded, when you are centered enough, when you can open up to this sense of curiosity and exploration, and you can have an equal relationship with your guides. And uh, that's like that's like the basic. Please, you know, keep your energy space clean and clear. Be in good spirits before you connect with any guides. And the second thing is um, always use your discernment. Discernment is so important. There are all kinds of beings out there. Just like, you know, in our in our world, right? You go out your street, there are all kinds of neighbors living there, right? There are all kinds of just people in the world. And what you want to do is to use your kind of your intuitive radar, your discernment to understand what who do I want to connect with, right? Do I want to talk to this guide or that guide or this person, that person? Uh, and why, right? Why do I feel inspired to talk to this guide versus that guide? So that discernment, and then what they're telling me, is that even helpful? Is that even like my truth? Does that even resonate with me? Or is that something I need to just like hear and just discard because a lot of times we again in this world you know on earth we are so used to not being in our true power that there's no really like a clear sense of equality right we so easily put people on pedestals and it's so it can totally happen you know especially as rookies like we all have been there that we connect with a guide and we put them on pedestal and like whatever you say is my ultimate truth and my recommendation is to check in with yourself you know if you are not feeling equal that's number one not a good way to or a good time to connect Use your tools, use your practices, bring your vibration high where you can feel equal. And, and just so you know, as humans, it's always available to us to ascend higher in energy. And if I have not said it before, I want to just make it clear. There are tools and practices out there available to us in yogic tradition, in you know, in energy medicine tradition, in like body movement traditions, somatic movement, there's like so many practices out there, holistic tools and practices out there that when you are in the dance, it can help you, they can help you raise your vibration. And when your vibration is raised, that is a good time to connect with others. When I am in the dance and I connect with anybody, whether it's a guide or a living human, it's I'm I may just be acting from this very triggered state and bringing all my interaction into the dumps too. So so yeah, use your uh, tools, practices, bring your vibration higher, be equal, and then from that place have this equal conversation and use your discernment. Whatever 
information you're getting, how is that landing in your heart? Is that feeling like your truth or is that feeling like um, something that you may just need to hear and ignore? I personally don't connect with guides for information seeking purposes, um, you know, unless they have a lot of radically different information, then that's great. My favorite way, again, is to receive a healing, to really have a guide, make right agreements, set the agreements. And by the way, this is very important. I'm going to speak to that in just one moment. Um, really bring a guide in for the purpose of healing, help me clear energy in my space, in my body, so I feel better. And when I feel better, I naturally have access to all my wisdom. I really don't need anybody else in the world to tell me what to do, right? Um, so that's kind of my go-to practice. And switching to agreements, in any relationship, Agreements are very important. And this goes for human relationships and kind of spiritual relationships. Let's say, <clears throat> let's say you meet a partner, right? In in the earth, on earth, right? You meet a partner. Before you meet someone, you have these soul agreements laid out. Agreements are based on how they will help you and how you will help them. There are agreements on how you both will interact, what energy gets triggered, what is the purpose of your coming together um, and things. And what we want to do is to when and this goes for, again, any relationship, if you are having a, any hard time in any relationship, one of the first places for you to look at as an intuitive is to look at the agreements. What agreements did I make with this being, whether it's a living or non-living? What agreements exist? Are agreements based on uh, that they can come and you know talk to you anytime, or the agreements are defined in a way that gives you space to be you? Are agreements like, hey, I wanna write off all my life decisions to this person, right? Uh, and there are people like that too, I mean, even in our family systems, there are people who like to make decisions for other people, right? And everything kind of goes back to, you know, if you're feeling a victim, right? There's an agreement to it. You agree to feeling like a victim. You agree to, to give away the power that you're so frustrated about now you agree to a lot of the stuff that everything that's happening, there's an agreement in place. And what we want to do when we, you know, are in a relationship that's not going well, we want to check in with the agreements. The thing about spiritual growth is that the more you grow, the more awareness you're going to develop over time. The So let's say, at this stage, let's say I'm, I'm, I'm at this stage, I may not know all the agreements. I may know part of the agreements. And part of the process is that there is pain and then the awareness expands. There's human beings experience pain. The awareness expands. And it's like, oh, let me check. Like as an intuitive, let me check what agreement I have in place. And I can see this part of the agreement that is bringing me pain. I go you know, change that. I go clear that, reset that, and, and so that it doesn't happen. Let's say I am ascending to this level of awareness now. And that means at this level of awareness, I'm seeing and I'm feeling and I'm receiving more understanding of what these soul agreements are. And 
And now this level of growth will bring new set of pains, new set of challenges, right? We're growing constantly. We're also encountering more challenges, right? More challenges to really refine what we're learning on earth. And at this level of growth, I am more aware of the agreements. And then I reset those agreements and then I move on, uh, you know, so the more you grow, the more awareness is going to be formed, the more you can be in discernment of. When it comes to guides, there are just some set of agreements that, you know, are highly recommended. And one of them is to really not get bombarded by any guide's presence, not have them plug into your body, have them stay further away from you. And come up when you want to receive information. It, it, it's got to be done on your terms, you know? Um, and, and when they come, when they show up, you can have parameters of how to connect with you. Uh, let's say you are an intuitive in training and you found your way, you, you are activating your ability to have visions as an intuitive. You can totally tell the guide to be further away and, communicate with you when you call upon them and to give you information in form of images, right? So you can set those parameters. Uh, one of really golden rule is to have the guide stay further away from your body, not plug into your body. Another golden rule is uh, to have them communicate when you want to communicate so that you're more prepared, your vibration, you know where you are, you can use your discernment, you're not shocked or surprised and uh, again my favorite way is to really bring a guide for healing purposes it's nothing um nothing more than that when the, the premise is that if you are receiving healing and if you're feeling kind of the healing in the body uh, you're releasing all this energetic you know stuff sitting in the body you're going to naturally tap into your intelligence and you know i think one of the best ways to grow is to really connect with your own soul, your own self. And uh, that that is really powerful. Another thing that I want to share is that guides, it's so easy to think that guides are going to, one guide is going to be with me for all the duration of my life, right? And I want to say that always try to find this like flexibility in your mind. And this goes about everything, you know, just as, you know, um, as, as seekers on this path of growth, right? One thing that you want to do is to, or, or cultivate over time is that you want to build in some flexibility in your mind. There's no such thing as constant. We, as energy beings, we live in the state of fluidity, right? Things change all the time. And because your circumstances change all the time, your feelings change all the time, and so do your guides, right? So you don't have to work with the same guide throughout your life. You can hire and fire guides all the time. Please know that this is like a playground and this is not like a corporate firing where somebody can take offense to it. Uh, this is a very, it's a play. It's a kid's play. It's a playground where, hey, you know, I'm, I want to play soccer. Do you want to play soccer? Does this guy play want to soccer? Or should I seek this guy who's so excited to play soccer, right? It's like we're, we're kids. We're not this like really like, you know, having this like very rigid minds and just only one way of being. There's 
the flexibility needed. And the more you are flexible, the more you can find guides uh, who are the right vibrational match for you, who can really support you with your intent. And at different phases of time, your, your growth, when you start growing, you're going to grow in different ways. There's no one such thing that works always. And different growth is going to ask you to overcome different challenges, learn new different things. And for that, you will need different guides to the degree that one guide is so good at creating things. And when you are in the phase of creation, you can totally work with that guide. But there's another guide who is not as good as creation, creating new things, but it's really good at communication, communicating what's being created. So I don't need to work with this guide. I can go with this guide. And, and so on. One guide may be so good with business stuff. One guide is all about relationship because that's, these are the paths they're working on. And what we want to do is to be able to connect with guides who are not only the right vibrational match for us, but they can really support our growth. And that's so important, right? Otherwise, why even bother <laughs> uh, finding these guides?